Welcome to the Career Cast podcast, a show about professional journeys and the wealth of career options the 21st century has to offer. In each episode, we explore one new aspect of the modern world of work with insights from a diverse range of voices. The Career Cast is designed to help reframe our conversations around work, passion, and careers. No matter what your interest, we are sure you'll find a valuable lesson from a diverse group of guests. The world around us is filled with data and we keep generating more every day. From our social media posts to shopping habits and even the route we take from home to work is data. Every step we make both in the real world and digital, is carefully tracked, analyzed, and used by a range of organizations from private tech companies to government entities. This is quite a simplified introduction, but it does give you a gist of today's topic, data analytics. Hello, and welcome back to the CareerCast podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you find passion, purpose, and a path there. I am Srivats Lakshman, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Afnan Ahmed. Good day to you, Afnan. Good day and good morning to you, Shivats. Uh, if I may, what you stated is a little bit of an oversimplification of the term data analytics. Uh, you were right about the world being rich in data. The term analytics or the career path refers to the conversion of raw data into actionable insights. Basically, visualization and storytelling of the data that you have in hand. And it entails examining data sets to find the trends and drawing conclusions about the information they contain. Uh, which can be a really, really long process. And I'm guessing it's a lot of math. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, Shrivats. There is a lot of math involved. But let's talk about that later. Right now, I'd like to throw some spotlight on the industry as a whole. So, Shrivats, did you know that according to the US government's Bureau of Labor Statistics, the data analyst job market is predicted to grow by 23% between 2023 and 2031. And that's just in the USA. In 2019, the global data analytics market was estimated to be worth $23 billion and projected to hit $133 billion by 2026. In fact, a report I read said, in 2022, more than half of all businesses around the globe view data analytics as a core component of their operations. That's interesting indeed, Afnan, and it's clear those global numbers tell an important story. Data analytics is fast becoming the backbone of the global economy, cutting across industries and specialities. You know, from manufacturing to security, sports to fashion, every single company out there needs a data analyst to direct their operations and decision-making. And I think a great example of this is in sport today, where you have the role of an analyst, uh, whether you take cricket or football or any other sport today, you have a guy with a computer running the numbers, running the, uh, you know, scenarios. So it's become such an important part of how teams make their decisions. And even if you take cricket, for example, the idea of a super sub that's been introduced in the IPL now, or even with football, right? How they how they rotate the subs and whatever decisions they make on the pitch is now more informed by data than it is about a gut feeling. So of course, uh, this is a very interesting space to be in. And in combination with other key roles like business analytics and data science, it's the world is now data-driven. And there are a lot of career paths that have sprung up around this, a lot of very similar career paths. Two of them that I just mentioned, you know, business analytics and data science. 
they're similar, but they're not the same. And there is a subtle difference. So to kind of explain the difference between data analytics and data science, uh, you know, we have Alex the Analyst, uh, who is uh, a famous YouTuber. So he's going to quickly walk us through what that difference is. As a data scientist, you're going to be using your data to discover opportunities. And what that means is you're going to be using your current data to find trends and patterns that are going to affect the future business that you are working in. You'll also be developing analytical methods and machine learning models. And most people, when they think data scientists, think that is the core work that they're going to be doing. And that's actually not true. That's actually probably maybe 5 to 10% of their job. And most of the time they have these models set up that they used over and over and over again. So they already know what kind of models they're gonna be using. They are just working with the data to put it into those models. And then at the end, they're tweaking their hyperparameters to really narrow down their accuracy and get better results. But genuinely, they aren't doing a ton of work in these machine learning models. They're not developing new models. They're just trying to fit their data into these models to get the best results they can out of them. The next thing is data cleaning. And when I say data cleaning, I mean a lot of data cleaning because genuinely they are doing so much work just cleaning their data, making sure it's gonna be good and usable for their models. So when they plug it into these models, it's gonna give them the best results and the best output and that it's formatted correctly for their machine learning algorithm to actually work and actually read the data and give them the output that they want. And you'll also be conducting A-B testing. Now this looks very different in different industries, but basically you're gonna be doing two independent tests, getting two different results and seeing which one actually gives you better results. In a nutshell, that really is all A-B testing is, but it can get quite complicated. And so I'm not gonna to go too much into that, but let's look at the data analyst now. As a data analyst, you're gonna use your data to solve problems that your company has right now. So instead of trying to find trends or opportunities for the future, you're trying to answer questions that your company has now and have an immediate impact. Other responsibilities are also creating reports or creating dashboards. And for creating reports, a lot of times you'll use either SQL or some cloud platform or any number of other tools that are out there for creating reports. And then for dashboards, you might be using something like Power BI or Tableau or maybe even Python. It just depends on what your company is using. I've seen a very wide variety, but creating reports and dashboards can be a large part of what a data analyst actually does. And often they'll also help with gathering incremental data from different sources. So you need the data, you have to get it from somewhere. So you may work with a client or an internal team to help gather that data or get that data into your systems, whether that's your warehouses or just your SQL servers or whatever that is for your company. But you have to be getting that data somewhere and using that data for these reports and for these dashboards. So that may also be a part that you're doing. I think that's a great base for us to build on Schwartz, what you mentioned about the data uh, being involved in sports uh, and it's fast becoming a more common uh, trend which we can notice that it's uh, very important to look at the numbers before you send someone out there on the field or you pick someone for your team and um, also the different the subtle differences in data analytics data science and uh, to speak further about a career in data analytics and help us understand this career path we'd like to welcome Mary Shana Tankam. Currently working in Dubai, Mary has a lot of experience in a wide range of analytics tools and roles, as well as an interesting backstory. Welcome to the Career Cast, Mary. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. It's really great to have you here on the show. And there's certainly a lot we can talk about. For me, though, the most fascinating point is your pivot from engineering to data science. You did a bachelor's in engineering and even worked in the field. So how did you go from there to here? So I did electrical and electronics engineering and I was working as a sales support engineer. 
So during that time, I had to do a sales analysis, but at a very basic level. I had to say how many orders were placed, how many invoice, items left in stock, etc. So that's when I developed an interest in data analysis and started to research more about the data analytics, its scope, the future. So I realized that a lot of companies now rely on data to make their business decisions. And I decided to join for master's in data science. But after completing the course, since I was new to this field, I had to start my career again as an intern. But I feel that's the period where I learned a lot about data, which textbooks often fail to provide. I think that's uh, obviously a very true fact, right? We did discuss about this earlier on the show where we uh, you know, talked about the gap between education and the workplace. So I think that's a very good case in point you've made for that earlier episode, Mary. Uh, but, uh, you know, at this stage, it's a good question to ask what made you make that decision? I mean, obviously, you saw that there was this gap, there was this lack of knowledge you had and you had to go there. But pivoting from one industry to another is not a decision one can make very lightly. So what did you weigh and what was the final thing that made you decide that, okay, this is the career I want to go down now? Yeah, it was very tough to make that decision. So there was a lot of thought process involved because I already did my four years of engineering and worked in the industry for two years. But I always had a feeling inside me that this is not where I want to be in my career. And when I thought about the future, I knew data analysis is something that resonates with my interest. And also I came to know that it is a rapidly growing industry and has a vast option of uh, opportunities in the coming years. So as I said before, every company is depending on their data to make decisions, be it an aviation industry, e-commerce, fintech, retail, every business uses data to make more informed decisions and to develop a data-driven strategy. So I felt it was worth taking that chance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very interesting uh, point you made there about, you know, worth taking the chance. So just a little bit off topic, but I feel like that's something we really should all do. And I think a lot of our previous guests have done. So it's a good trend to see that, you know, when we find an interesting opportunity, we'd like to go down that road and take it. Uh, but coming back to the point, right? Obviously, data science is very different in a lot of ways, especially the tools. Because the tools you mm-hmm. learn, the tools you lose are not something you would have learned in your engineering. So mm-hmm. obviously, a lot of these today can be learned through e-learning platforms like a Coursera or a LinkedIn or whatever. So can you quickly walk us through how you learn these kind of software? And what would you say are the two most important tools anyone should know if they want to get into data analytics? Yeah, definitely. So since I was new um, to this field, I took a course on R programming and Python before joining my master's because that was the prerequisite for the course. But for data analytics, I would say like we can broadly categorize into three. So there is a data collection step where the data collection actually happens and the pre-processing where we do some kind of data transformations and manipulations and uh, data analysis or reporting phase. So data collection, I would say uh, mostly we use Google Tag Manager or Google Analytics or Firebase. So a basic JavaScripting knowledge is required here. And for data pre-processing, I would say the common tool we use here is uh, Google BigQuery, or if the data set is small, we can also use Excel. And for uh, for, uh, uh, data visualization or a reporting part, I would say the common tools we use here are Google Data Studio and Power BI or Tableau. But for a beginner, I would suggest starting with Data Studio and then move to Power BI or Tableau. And a lot of tutorial videos are available on YouTube and certification courses are also available online. So data analytics has a lot of tools in the ecosystem, but for a beginner, I would suggest knowing uh, basic Excel functions, uh, SQL queries, uh, Google Analytics, Tag Manager, and Data Studio. 
And you will also uh, get a chance to learn uh, to get certified on different analytical platforms while uh, you work in a company. Uh, Mary, that answer like really uh, flows through to our next question or the question that I have for you. Like you mentioned a lot of these tools and you mentioned that you did some courses before you applied for master's in data science. So um, like see, well, looking at the industry mm -hmm. right now where, you know, most of the employers, they're asking for experience in certain fields. And uh, clearly you, you mentioned that you did an internship role and then you started working as a full-time uh, employee. Mm -hmm. So how is it possible to break into data analytics, analytics without a traditional degree? Like you mentioned these courses and are these courses enough? like uh, online certifications or, you know, the tools uh, you mentioned you can use, uh, you can learn using YouTube. How else can a student stand up and show the employee, employers that they are the right fit for this industry and this role? And uh, what are the soft and hard skills that are required for this, um, you know, role for you to succeed? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So even if you have or don't have a traditional degree, uh, I would say like you should definitely have a project portfolio showcasing your skills to stand out in an interview process. So there are a lot of data communities on LinkedIn and many of them post data challenges. So I have seen a lot of challenges focusing on uh, SQL queries or data visualization projects uh, using Tableau or Power BI. So I recommend to participate in all those so that you will get a chance to, to get familiarized with the tools. And also it's a very good practice. And you can put it on your CV as well. And Kaggle is also a very good uh, platform to start practicing. So mostly what I have seen in uh, data analyst role interviews is that, so there'll be a basic Excel test and a data analyst test as part of the interview. So it will be better if you already have some hands-on practice. And you should also have some analytical thinking skills, should give attention to detail, should be able to communicate uh, effectively. And at times you might have to think out of the box and uh, presentation skills are very much required in this uh, field. And you should be able to communicate the insights you get in a very simple and concise manner. Okay, uh, so to sum it up, I think what you're saying is obviously hard skills is in terms of the software and the tools, uh, the mathematical knowledge you need. Soft skills would basically be presentation, right? the ability to yeah. showcase what you've learned. And I think that's a very uh, nice way to sum up this conversation. And uh, as we do with all career uh, episodes, right, where we focus on a particular career, we'd like to end on a personal note. So if there's one bit of advice you can give to any young students, uh, you know, or people who are considering data analytics as a career, what would it be? It could even be an anecdote from your life that you feel has had a big impact on where you are today. Uh, I mean, always be very open to learning. So data analytics is a field where you have to stay up to updated always. So there are new tools and technologies coming up every now and then. So it is very mandatory to have a thirst to learn and choose a profession wisely. Choose the profession that you are passionate about. So even if you need to switch to a data industry, it's never too late to start fresh. So just that you need to put a little uh, bit more of your efforts, but definitely your hard work, hard work is going to pay off. Right. Well, thank you so much, Mary. That's a fantastic way to conclude. Afnan, any closing thoughts from you? Uh, I actually resonate a lot with this episode. or I feel like this episode is more closer to me because uh, I, I think, uh, Shivats, I spoke to you about data and uh, my interest in data. <clears throat> and that's, it's really great that um, Mary connected with me about this topic. And I mean, uh, and um, we have the next few episodes planned around data and uh, it's not just data analysis. This episode has been about data analysis and the next few episodes going to be about data science and maybe uh, AI, chatbots, anything related to it. 
So uh, the world of data really interests me. Like uh, I, I like numbers and I like playing around with numbers and data visual visualization is basically a salesman skill, you know, like uh, the work that I'm doing right now, I'm in sales. So I have to tell them the important numbers and show, show them that, you know, this is why you need to be with us. So similarly, I guess uh, data also uh, has a bit of similarities and definitely I'll, 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 I'll uh, talk to you a lot more about it, uh, Mary. Uh, sure, sure. when I do make the switch. Yeah, great. Well, fantastic. Uh, thank you so much, Mary, for appearing on the Career Cast. It was great to have you. And these insights, I'm sure, are extremely valuable to our listeners. So if anyone's interested in switching to data analytics, data science, now you know where to go and who to talk to. Thank you so much for tuning into this week of the Career Cast. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Career Cast. If you loved what you heard, Please don't forget to share it with your friends, family, colleagues, or anyone else you know. You never know who might need a dose of inspiration. Please also remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date with all of our latest episodes and previews of the shows to come. Thank you for tuning in once again.